he's just stuck. he's just along for the ride, you know. I know, but it was just so funny to me because he was just like they're having this really intense emotional moment, and then Rinosuke is just like sitting in the cut. Salutations to everyone listening to the very best anime and pop culture podcast for all your cold and hot takes. I'm L Jeans, the one who talks too much, and with me is my co-host Devani, the one who doesn't talk nearly enough. At least once a week, the Phantom Filler podcast provides no-nonsense reviews and more. All right, so tell me a little bit more about this turtle. Okay, my sister has a turtle, right? And I don't know why her boyfriend decided to give her a turtle as a Valentine's gift, but that's what she got. So they're going on vacation to New Orleans, and unlike most people who would remember they have a pet turtle that Mm. needs to be looked after in its tank, they're like, oh, we're just going to put it in a bucket with some water and take it over to my mother's house, and everything will be all right. And I'm just like, the turtle needs... Is this the boyfriend that she's with right now, or the other one? (laughs) The the boyfriend she's with right now. Okay. And, And I'm just like... A turtle needs a heat lamp and a UV lamp. It needs some place to like sit on so it can like. I cannot sit believe she heat. put him in a bucket. Yeah, and I'm like, he's not supposed to be in like cold water because he can't regulate his own body temperature. So the water we have him in now is like it's cold. And I was like telling my mom, I was like, oh, we need to go over to her house and get his heat lamp and stuff. And she's just like, I don't want to get up. So needs, like, why didn't she just bring the tank if she was going to be doing all that? I mean, the tank is pretty heavy. It's like it's a seventy-five so like gallon a... tank, so it's pretty heavy. That's annoying. Yeah, I was all just right. like, you should have just left it at your house, that we would have checked up on it. Yeah, that's that's wild. Well, you know what I'm excited for? Um, Chainsaw yeah. Man's coming out next episode is on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and then I think there's, I guess, I, Spy Family comes out tomorrow, I think as well. So we'll yeah. see what happens there. I think, right? Yeah. Spy Family is Mondays? Yeah. All right, but this episode, we're talking Summertime Render, right? So this is part yeah. two, guys. Go watch part, part one. Yep. Go watch part one. Um, We're not going to really re-explain anything that happened. <laughs> but yeah, because at, at this point, the whole thing is a spoiler, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is full spoiler. So, yeah, like, the first part was, like, spoiler-free. This is, like, full spoilers. Go watch the show. Go watch uh the first episode we did, which is just uh the first... 13 to 14 episodes we left off where they found out all about um uh her name uh Heine? not Heine, but uh Heine or Hizuru or slash Hizuru. Nagamo. everybody knows i get the h names mixed up Hizuru's backstory There's right way too many h names honestly though but let listen you guys need to respect the amount of work devani has I put know. into these notes i if yes. we ever get if we ever get a website he'll definitely post these notes in the day because they are immaculate look there was a lot going on in part two and i was like i gotta put some detailed notes because there's a lot all right man these are color-coded too man i I need to respect this work okay (laughs) all right so some main points we have here all right so yeah so shinpei so and ushio go to the old clinic discover secret tunnels that lead to hiroko cave right Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah. Hiroko is also another name for Heine, another H name. Yeah. 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 So this happens. So them getting Heine's backstory was like 
after they got killed in the cave and him and Ushio like traveled together, but they didn't go straight back into their bodies. They went through, through Hizuru's memories and then they went back into their bodies again. So after the cave situation. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we, went, we discovered through like Hizuru's memory that she, she knew Haine. Mm-hmm. She knew her. Thought yeah. She was a friend. And we found out that Shinpei's eye that lets him go back in time is made from shadows and it's, it's Haine's eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, as I'm reading this notes, I'm just getting like flashbacks to how wild the series got near the end. Yeah. Like the way they tried to explain everything. It's a lot of notes, you guys. It's it's a lot. I think if you watch the show, you would know it's a lot. All right. Well, then we have, okay, so we have a play by play. So Shinpei is killed again, but this time he knew Ushio loot back 14 years ago. He's his memory, yada, yada, yada. We go through all that. They find out about Ryanosuke, how he implanted himself in his sister. By accident, obviously, but yes, so he became a part of her. And then Haine and Shide, so Shide's like that big, like, black dude, right? He's, like, covered in goo or whatever. Haine and Shide made a plan to keep killing Shinpei and to have him loop repeatedly. So they're just like, okay, well, if we can't stop him from messing things up, let's just kill him as soon as possible every time. Which Mm -hmm. is a pretty smart plan, I will say. And then, uh, you want to explain the event horizon? Okay, so, basically, when they created that plan to kill Shinpei, they were like, well, let's just wait until the event horizon passes so by the time we kill him again it's too late he'll he'll, he won't have any time to stop us with our plans so the event horizon is basically the starting point that shimpei loops back to and it keeps moving forward in time yeah and it's like it's it's symbolized by like when they show it in the anime, I'm sure you guys remember, it's like, they do this really cool symbolism where it's like a path he's walking on, but like, behind him, it's continuously crumbling behind him as like, as every time he loops, like, he loses time, because remember, he, every time he loops back in time, he goes, he jumps forward, so he doesn't always loop back to the same point. And so, but if he loops back before the event horizon moves forward, then he will land on nothing, so that they, like, symbolize it like that, and I thought that was cool. And then so, yeah, and so they, I'm pretty sure in this situation, um, Shinpei gets everybody together. He gets all the allies together, right? Because in the last loop, he had found out that, uh, what's her face? Um, So's sister was, like, Mm, working with them. Yeah, Tokiko. She was working with them. But then in this situation, he, like, gathers everybody together, and he's like, okay, Tokiko, we know what's going on. He gets Nezu. He gets um, the police officer. He gets, what's her face? Uh... It's hard. The names are hard for me. I need to go back to the top. He gets Mio. He gets Hizuru. He gets um, Nezu. He gets So and So sister. Um, yeah, and also uh, the the police officer Totsumura. Yeah, I don't think did I even have his name on here? I didn't put his name, but I'm also like, why was he involved? He didn't do much. Let's he be really honest. listen. He had a gun, and in Japan, guns. He didn't use that guns. gun. That gun was not useful. <laughs> also, I like to pinpoint that Tokiko is only doing this because her father kind of forced her to. Yeah. We, we have to really touch on that man who was really crazy about his whole dead wife and I want her to live forever with me. He was just very crazy about it. So so found <laughs> out that his mom wasn't even real during this part and he was just like, My whole life has been a lie. Like literally my whole life has been a lie. It was kind of yeah, I mean, we talked about it a bit last episode, but it, it really had me, it really had me feeling some type of way, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, 
yeah, so he gets them all together in the gym, and he's, like, explaining, like, we can do this, we can fight the shadows, and then him being stupid, he left Nezu outside to guard them, and then he just stands in front of a window and doesn't expect to get sniped, like, really. <laughs> Nezu's been killed multiple times that way. Yeah, like, a lot, a lot. Like, not even just a few times. Like, almost as much as Shinpei, if we're being honest. <laughs> he really has. I'm like, this old man needs to stop being sniped out. Yeah, and so then he is forced to loop again. And this is when uh, Shinpei realizes, mm-hmm. okay, they're trying to kill me more often now. So they're really trying to, like, just take me out. So they get t- they get together at the gym again. And this time they, they actually cook up an amazing plan, like a mid-season plan, which I was impressed by, you know? <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. so let's see, you have here, when fighting Shide and Heine in the gym, they realize that there's a human inside Shide, yeah, so basically, yeah. they cook up this plan, where, do you remember, it was like, they had the fire, and then Ushio's hair, mm-hmm. do you, I, I don't remember, what what was it about Ushio's hair that they did? Uh, see, I didn't put that down, I don't know. I don't remember, but they had this plan, right, to capture Shadow Mio, to, um, use mm-hmm. ushio like she cut her hair and then she turned her hair into like i think it was gasoline i think i think that's literally what it was i think her hair was like copied and then mm. turned into gasoline or something right yeah. or some 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 of the flat flammable substance right oh and then remember remember so they shoot they shoot Sh- shinpei and he like goes down and it was like really graphic but then he was wearing <laughs> he finally put on a bullet- bulletproof vest i was like finally yeah he figured it out he was like y'all are not gonna kill me again Oh, yes, and even before that, they before they were in the gymnasium, there was a chase through the school to the gymnasium, and it was, like, so cool because they they used all the Shadow's weaknesses against them, like, the fact that, like, when Shadows have copied weapons, they only work for about 50 meters, and so they were staying, like, just mm-hmm. out of the range of the bullets, and I was like, bro, this is wild. <laughs> and then, then Hizuru was, like, helping them and stuff, and, um, and what happened was they thought they had killed Shinpei, right? They mm-hmm. thought they had killed him, and they thought the loop was going to happen after they had injured Shide, but then that didn't happen, and they were like, oh no, what happened, you know? Um, and so, yeah, and so they, Shinpei actually survived this encounter. Yep. Um, and then, so yeah, so when they find out that there's a there's a human inside, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the group goes to interrogate uh, Se- Seido Hijigata, who reveals all the things, which is like So's dad, basically, um, yeah. and the doctor, right? crazy man yes oh and then shinpei also discovers that his parents who had died in a mysterious caving underwater caving accident were actually eaten by Heine when they came across hiroko cave which i was like that's terrible oh yeah and i put this in notes here okay because like you know we gotta we gotta talk about this sato you know when they talk to him again he's just like oh i'm not gonna have you guys ruin my plans and he just whips out a gun and shoots his own daughter no hesitation and and he's just like, yeah, I did it. But it turns out that was Shadow Mio. Tokiko wasn't even there. And I was just like, you are a terrible man. Terrible. No, for it's- real. Like, he, he was like, we'll all live together as shadows. Like, he was going to turn his whole family into shadows. And yeah. I'm like, bro, that's not how that works. I'm like, how are they going to live with you as shadows if you literally shot your daughter in the face? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So they disguised Shadow Mio as... um. That Tokiko. was a good idea. I, I didn't get why they did it at first, but I was like, yeah, this is a good idea, because look at what he did. Yeah, and they literally had to just forcibly, psychologically convince this man to, like, give up all the information. He was just, like, still on Hide's side, and I was like, I mean, Hizuru's side, and I was just like, stop, 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 stop. Not Hizuru, um, Heine. Oh my gosh, see? It's the H names. <laughs> the H names. Right. And so later, so later after they, he basically, um, 
So's father, the doctor, right? Doctor mm-hmm. Hishigata, he reveals the past of um Shidehiko, right? And Shidehiko mm-hmm. is actually hundreds of years old, like over 300 years old. And he's been having Heine create a shadow body for him and then just literally reincarnating himself into that body and then growing up again and like living like multiple lives, you know? And yeah. so he's like in history pictures and whatnot. And he was one of the original people there that discovered um, Heine when she first appeared on the island, right? And so here's the deal. So the group confronts Ka- Karagiri, right? Yeah, he goes and, by Karagiri in this timeline. Yeah, and they confront him and they're like, listen, we know what's going on. Um, and it's actually only Shinpei who confronts him at first because they're trying to get him mm-hmm. in a trap, right? And I forget what happens, but they I know like, that like they're they're talking, they're sitting there, and then Ushio bursts in and she's like, We're done talking. And she like cuts his head off. And I was like, Why would you just do that? No, they they were trying to kill him. They wanted to take him out, right? And so they think they've taken him out, but something isn't quite right. And then another version of him comes through mm-hmm. the door and kills Ushio, right? Like gets yeah, her shadow Ushio completely. Was just standing there dilly dallying she was just like oh let me text the group i'm like go outside they're outside yeah and so and so what happens is he kills ushio and then he there's this literally beautiful scene where he like throws his spear at um shimpei and impales him mm. and he goes flying through the wall past like hizuru and everybody that was waiting outside on the ambush and it's in yeah. slow motion it's a I have to go back and rewatch it because it's so beautifully they, they animated. Were like, what just happened? And I was like, because Ushio decided to text you instead of just walking outside. Yeah, but I think Ushio's plan was smart. It's just they could not. They conti- they continuously be surprised by like everything that happens, you know, because they don't know all the rules all of the shadows. They think they know the rules, and then they do things, and they're like, oh wait, no, like the shadows have another ability we didn't know about, you know. Mm. And so, like, there's this awesome slow-mo where he's, like, flying through the wall. He's thinking in his last moments, he's like, I gotta figure out how to fix this, right? And, like, Ushio's gone. Like, And when he when he comes back, like, Ushio's not with him. And every time that he would she come would back... She would loop back. She would be loop. there. Yeah, she would be there, but she's not there. And it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and so, then Shinpei's, like, Shinpei's, like, on his own for a few episodes. And he's, like, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to save everybody. Because, basically, they copied Shinpei a while back. And so, they used his copy to call... Hizuru and uh, Mio, and they're split up in two groups, and he separates the shadow Shinpei separates the groups mm-hmm. so they can be taken out one by one, right? And so Hizuru has uh, a whole episode to be awesome and fight uh, Shide, and she's killing it. Well, technically, it's Rinosuke, but you know, um, <laughs> um but it, it's them together. And then, uh, oh yes, and Mio friend zone so again, um, yep. and then. <laughs> And then, but they get caught by uh, Shide, right? Um, and in this time loop, basically, basically, what's his face? Shinpei. See, Shinpei. there's so many names. Shinpei has to kill himself and go back again, right? But in this time, mm-hmm. he's able he's able to save Tokiko, Nezu, uh, Mio, and So, right? But when he when it comes to Hizuru, he's not able to save her because when he looped, um, yeah, Heine got the information from the past loop. Yeah, Heine got the information from the past loop and so was able to anticipate what Hizuru would do this time. Yeah. And so Hizuru unfortunately passes on. Rest in peace, Hizuru. But she, before she passes on, <laughs> before she passes on, she gives Ryunosuke's data to Shinpei. So now Shinpei is just like Hizuru, meaning having a shadow inside of him that can control him and do awesome stuff, you know? 
Yeah, um, before we move on a bit, I like to touch on the the Mio friend zoning show. So So oh. confesses to Mio, right? And she's just like, oh, I don't like you like that. And then So's like, well, you know, you should confess to Shinpei. And she's like, you're right. And she confesses to Shinpei. And Shinpei's just like, yeah, I think of you as a sister. And I was like, dang. You should have yes. chose So. <laughs> you should have chose. I mean, he really, like, he didn't just friend zone. He family zoned her. Like, that was mm-hmm. like, wow. That, and- that was bigger than friend zone. But listen, we talked about it in the last episode. In part one, when we talked, we spoiled this part a little bit. And I said, how are you going to family zone the sister of the girl you're trying to get with? No, no, Look, no, no, no. He doesn't see her the same way. <laughs> okay. Well, before before we get off topic, because I know I will go way too far. <laughs> All right. So, wait, what does this part mean right here in your notes? Oh, what what part? Nezu, part. Nezu and Tatsumura? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're just dead. I, I didn't really look into how they died, but they're they're dead. They sacrificed themselves for the plan. But that was before he looped, correct? Um, no, that was after. You know, there's one thing we forgot to talk about real quick. Is that so? In between mm-hmm. the time of the the um, in between, so after they have the gymnasium fight, and mm-hmm. in between everything that happens before that, remember Nezu mm-hmm. reveals that. He also has some issues with shadows and that his wife was killed and turned into a shadow years ago. And remember, he had her locked up in the shed and he was like, I think it's time to do away with this. And it was it was actually kind of dark. He couldn't let go of her. That was his life. It was so sad. Honestly, I was like, that just is yikes. I mean, I remembered it, but I didn't feel like going back in the notes to put it in. I was just like, look, we might remember it. We might not. There's no way I would forget that scene. That was, like, heavy. Even though it was kind of insignificant to the plot of the story, it just kind of humanized Nezu a bit more, you know? Yeah, yeah that... he's been dealing with shadows way longer than everybody else. Exactly. Him and Hizuru, you know? Except Hizuru left the island, and Nezu's been here, you know? He's been... He's really been holding down the fort for years, so... That part was sad. And then, so let's see. So, yeah, so basically what happens is... Shinpei realizes after after um Hizuru dies, he realizes mm-hmm. that he's like, wait, on the third day of the the festival when everything is supposed to go mm-hmm. down, the night before the the third day, uh, Ushio is supposed to appear, her shadow version, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, wait, that should still happen again because we're in a different timeline. Like other Ushio should be here, and he's like, oh my gosh, and so he has the seashell because he'd had the seashell the whole time, right? The seashell yeah. necklace. That was the last thing that Ushio left him. Even though she didn't loop back with him, he had that seashell necklace. And it had Ushio's data in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mio, Shadow Mio was able to reveal that, right? And so and so, what happens is they hatch this incredible plan, which yeah. Haine and um, Shide catch on to, but it's already too late. Like once, mm-hmm. I mean, Shinpei's going to get Ushio back no matter what. Yeah, I think, like, Shide, once he realized the plan, he moved the festival or something to the beach, so he'd be able to get there, but they were already on their way in the ocean. I think they put Shinpei in, like, one of those shadow babies, so they wouldn't be able to detect him. Yeah, one of Tokiko's shadow babies, and then, like, uh, yeah, um, Shide abandons the festival festivities to try to stop um, Ushio from being, like, remade, I guess, but it's too late, and they get Ushio back. Um, It's a pretty epic scene. I'm sure everybody remembers it. It was awesome, honestly. Like, what was your favorite part from that scene? Because that was like, it was like a whole epic plan, you know? 
oh she came back i was like oh my god she's alive i mean i knew she wouldn't die but still oh my god she's it back. felt like mission impossible mm-hmm. and yeah and i didn't put it in the nose but this time like when she like cuts them with her hair the the shadow's body did not regenerate so it's like it's permanent oh, that's pretty cool also she she gains Heine's eye she gets she gets Heine's eye wait when did that when did that happen yeah, but around this time, she gets Heine's eye because they went to the cave, right? Oh they yeah, well, they, the they destroy Heine's body. Yeah, with, with fireworks. That <laughs> I'm still surprised that worked. Oh yeah, so yeah, this this is like after the after after the 24th, they all like get an assault. They all like okay, like this is our this is the end. Like this is we're gonna do it. And so they all get together and they're like we're gonna go for Heine, right? And they mm-hmm. and they they battle their way through shadows and all this stuff and all of Shide's defenses and they get through. Using yep. some fireworks at the end, and they have this awesome fight. I ha- I kind of hardly remember everything that happened in the fight. I just know it was good. Um, yeah, we, we shooting... don't remember what happened, but we know it was good. Oh, it was because um, Rinosuke has the foresight, right? And so Rinosuke mm-hmm. was actually using Shinpei's body in this fight, so it wasn't Shinpei fighting because I was like, Shinpei really doesn't do that much fighting, but yeah. yeah. And so they destroy Heine's body, and Ushio gains Heine's eye, and Heine's heavily injured and like in a weird like infant form. And so Shide's mm-hmm. like, well, I guess I can still use your power. And so he kind of like attaches uh, Heine to him and he tries to go back to her dimension, right? So he can like destroy the world. Or like, yeah. That, the end that of the show. Kind of a lame reveal that, oh, he just wants to end the world. I'm like, really? Yeah, I hated that too. I was like, really? Like, this is where we're going with this. That, that was the one thing where I felt like the motivation of her wanting to go home was much more reasonable than like his thing, but we had to have like a second final boss, you know? <laughs> Yeah. it's like it's like my, my my boss my boss phase isn't over it's like <laughs> and so basically um Ryanosuke, yeah. um Shinpei and Ushio are like okay let's go into the shadows realm right and Ushio's like no Shinpei you can't come with us and he's like I'll be fine if Ryanosuke's with me and there's this hilarious scene where like they're looking into each other's eyes and and Shinpei's like wherever you go I'm going with you or whatever. And it, it pans to Ushio and then it pans back to Shinpei and then it pans to Rinosuke and I'm like, this man is the ultimate third wheel. Because <laughs> he, he's just stuck. He, he's just along for the ride, you know? I know, but it was just so funny to me because he was just like, they're having this really intense emotional moment and then Rinosuke is just like sitting in the cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was, it was just too funny for me. I was laughing. Um mm-hmm. Yes, and so Shinpei, Shide, Ushio are now in this timeless realm of shadows. Uh, and you can take this part because I'm like, there's way, yeah. way too much. So basically, Shinpei meets up with Ushio because when they first entered, they were separated, so they had to mm-hmm. go find her. Yeah. And then the original Heine pops up, and she's like, "Hey, this was all Shide's work. He used me to do all of this, and, and you were not having any to, of that." Yeah, he just wants to rule time and space to end everything, and I'm like okay, what are, you, what are you going to do when to end everything? What's going to happen? No, his point was that if I have to die, everybody should have to die. <laughs> he said, I, I want to see the end of the world. I know, it's so wild. Like He's he's just a narcissist. That's all it is. And then and then I put it in the nose, pew, 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 fighter jets, because that's literally what happens. He just oh, yeah, summons, he was like, he's he like controlling. a bunch of fighter jets. Yeah, it was like it was kind of weird, but they, they were explaining like, oh, he controls time and space. He can bring relics from like different time periods, but he chose like the 40s fighter jets which i was like okay (laughs) Okay. i mean it was pretty (laughs) weird i was just like i mean everything you could have chose you chose fighter jets for more time i I guess 
maybe he was nostalgic for the time period because the fighter jets were like dropping bombs, kind of like how they used to in uh mm-hmm. in like the World War One and Two. And um, oh, we have to go back a bit. So basically, mm-hmm. it was revealed like before this episode that like Heine's backstory was revealed basically, and it was like Heine mm-hmm. washed up on the beaches as a as a large whale, correct? And yeah. then the girl. The girl that Heine is, right? So the actual child, Heine, not the shadow Heine. Um, she approached this whale, and the whale turned into her and then killed her. So, and her father was someone that was like, I think her father was a member of the Hishigata family, right? But then Shide was also um, there on the beach, and he witnessed this, and he decided to take in Heine, like the shadow Heine. And she became like the island's goddess, basically, and they would gift them things. And so she would, became kind of like a legend, right? Mm-hmm. But but Heine was never meant to be there in the first place. Like Shadow Heine was never meant to be there in the first place. Um, she had been somehow they never honestly they never explained how Heine like uh-huh. left her dimension or whatever. But who cares? Um, but yeah, so Ushio and Shide have this awesome fight. Um, they're battling yada yada yada. Yeah, and then she slices off his armor, and it's empty inside. There's no body mm-hmm. inside. And so I was like, see, that's what you get for just jumping into an alternate dimension. He's not even there. He's remote <laughs> controlling his body. So he's safe. Oh, yeah. And so basically, they have some deus ex machina thing where she was like, I'm going to do some shadow hacking turning into data shotgun whatever that it is yeah they she, don't she takes forever to do that i thought it was very silly it was it was it was kind of silly honestly i'm not saying the story was falling apart at the end but like the the means at which they get to the end of the story were kind of silly i'm not gonna lie um so <laughs> <laughs> like and so rinosuke slash shinpei they fight and rinosuke's like shinpei i can't fight any harder i'll destroy your body and he's like do it anyways i'm gonna die anyways then it isn't that and so they're fighting they're fighting and fighting and so shinpei hatches this plan to stall Shide by putting Ryunosuke inside of Shide's, like, goofy, mm-hmm. like, shadow armor, right? And so it works, but then Shide just is like, I'll just eject that part of myself. And so yeah, <laughs> and so it, it doesn't work. And and he's about to kill Shide. And Ushio's like, no! And then she, like, finally, she finally creates the gun because it took her, like, a whole four minutes. I don't know. What are these arbitrary time limits? You know what I mean? Like, there's there's yeah. no, there's no, like. It was supposed to take her, like, a minute, but, like, that whole scene lasted, like, ten plus minutes. And I was like, she's still was, not done. It was supposed to take her four, four minutes. But I'm just like, why is it four minutes instead of five? Why is it four minutes instead of one? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, but Ushio, you got speed up. He's literally dying. Also, after Ushio, like, loses the initial fight with Shide, she, like, turns into this, like, child form of herself. Like, she looks like a small child. It was kind of weird. Like, I was like, what is the point? But, mm. <laughs> and so. But, um, they, they managed to do it, though. Yeah, and so he, like, uses his, uh, he, like, I think, I'm pretty sure Shinpei, like, sacrifices his arm or something to, like, yeah. be able to get to the shotgun. And he, they take out Shide, and it's like, ah, whoa! Yeah. And so. Um, what happens is they take out him, they take him out and then they're like, they're like thrust like back in time to where Heine initially washed up on the beach. And at first they're like, oh, we can't even affect anything here because we're just watching. Right. But then Ushio is able to like delete Heine from like years ago and mm-hmm. completely change the timeline. And so this is the part that can really confuse me and I had to go and read up about it. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you read up about it too. So after this happens, you know, mm-hmm. Rinosuke and child Heine disappear and the shadow mm-hmm. Heine's 
baby yep. little form like dis- disintegrates. And then Shinpei and Ushio have this really heartfelt moment where they're like, I guess Shadow Ushio, like because because Ushio did this, that means nothing that would have happened ever happened. So when they loop back again, it'll be like none of this ever happened. Yeah. And it'll and Shadow Ushio, who is at this point a different person from regular Ushio, after all the experiences she's had, you know, will cease to exist. And so they loop back. And so this is what I read. And let me know if you read this as well. Apparently, Shadow Ushio, in the in the moments they're looping back, she goes and she leaves that voice message on Hizuru's phone. And then she, like, does one other thing as well. Oh, yeah, she, like, calls Shinpei as well. Um, I don't know how she does these things. It's probably explained in the manga better. But she does these things. And then she disappears. So that makes it so Hizuru will still come to the island initially. And that Shinpei will still come to the island. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think she, like, told him that she wanted to see him yeah, in the it, voicemail. Yeah, but it was, like, Shadow Ushio, not regular Ushio, that actually had done that initially. Yeah. Well, she wanted to make sure everything still happened when he was on the boat. Yep. Oh, yeah, and then we come back and we loop back and it's the same thing. The, episode 24 ends with the same way episode 1 began. I thought it was kind of cute or whatever. Um, and... It's just puzzled tidbits in the notes. I was like, Nagamo's alive. Ryunosuke's alive. What a family. Um, Haine's his child now. So that's interesting. Is it like his biological daughter? Like, Yeah. He got himself a wife. And and (laughs) now that's his child. Oh, Shinpei isn't an orphan. His parents. No, no. They showed his parents. His parents are seen. Are they? They they come into the diner. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess they were seen for like one scene. And then Nezu and his wife. She's alive. They're happy. That's good yep. for him. He's been killed so many times. And then, uh, Mio, she's still sister though. <laughs> and still rejects so. Still rejects that man. Listen, that girl knows what she doesn't want. She don't have to settle. She don't have to settle, Savani, okay? Would you She settle? should settle. <laughs> it's a small island. That's why and she also, pay left. I put this little thing at the bottom because I was thinking about it and I'm just like... No, 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 wait. wait don't, say, no... don't say it yet. Don't say oh, it yet because okay. we're going to talk about that before... Okay. At, at the very end. At the very end, we're going to talk about that, okay? So we got to go on. So Shinbei comes back to the island and he's like super confused. He's having these weird thoughts. He's mm-hmm. like, I feel like... I feel like I was supposed to be here before, but things aren't quite right. And Ushio is there and she's alive, obviously. Real Ushio is alive because... Um, she was never killed by a shadow because shadows never existed on the island, right? Yep. And so Ushio is alive and she's mad at Shinpei because he left without saying goodbye or whatever. Or actually, I think she left without saying goodbye to him. But she was kind of annoyed that he left in the first place. And so, um, sorry. And so Ushio and Shinpei kind of like dance around each other the whole episode. Shinpei's just, you, this last episode is really Shinpei just talking to everybody like, figuring things out, having these weird thoughts. And at the end, when the festival happens, the fireworks are there and the fireworks go off and all of a sudden they look into each other's eyes and they're like, wait a second, we know, like we remember. And so they kind of like, they get to like live with both realities of everything that happened. It's kind of like real Ushio gets shadow Ushio's memories and all the things that they did. It's a really cute moment. It's super romantic. We don't get a kiss at the end, which I was fine with. Um, (laughs) And they hold hands and they look at the fireworks and um, it ends, you know, with, um, mm-hmm. I guess it's like a very clean, tied in a bow, happy ending. But mm-hmm. I'm going to let Stevani go on about this okay. thing that we both said. This is actually in the dislikes section also. But <laughs> Ushio goes back in time, right? And she makes where shadows never existed. And so when she gets back, everything is just the same with minor changes. And I'm like, 
So everyone that Ain't was no alive way. is supposed to be alive. Nothing happened to them. They're just okay. You all are here, and and Shinpei's parents are still his parents. Ushio still has Mio as her sister. Like I'm just like so nothing major happened when you changed the entire timeline. Exactly, she changed three hundred years. Are you? This is what I'm saying. You expect me to believe that shadows had zero to no impact on this island at all? Like they were literally eating dead bodies, and they they influenced the entire lineage of the Hishigata Clinic. You know what I mean? Like the Hishigata Clinic were, was working for, for them for three hundred years. Do you not think that's not insignificant? Yeah. Like even the, like I'm not even talking about just the butterfly effect. I'm talking about like people they killed and replaced over the over time, and all these things that happened. There is no way that everything would just be the same with. <laughs> Yeah, it just even, even so is here, and he's like the son of Sato, and I'm like, he's still here. Like the Higashita family still exists. I'm like, how? I know, like how it would there have no major changes. Exactly, it would have some effect. Like it's so wild. Like that. That was also a dislike. That's one thing I was like, this this writer just wanted a happy ending too badly, and just did not know how to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like if you're gonna do time travel, there's no way that like time is just gonna fix itself like that unless i don't know unless shadow ushio went back in time to every moment and and stitched the timeline back together the way she wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> which did not happen another dislike is that you know she went back in time to change everything and everyone ended up alive but i kind of felt like that kind of dampened the impact of important characters dying and sacrificing themselves because i thought like oh they're not going to come back they did a really important thing but it's like no they're all back in the end Happy times. I agree. Even Ushio. Also, yeah. Even so Ushio's I was because <laughs> when we were watching this together, I was saying if Ushio doesn't die by the end, Shadow Ushio doesn't die by the end of this, I'm gonna be mad. I literally said that. <laughs> Not that I hate her as a character, guys. I'm just like. <laughs> like the entire was... time she was ready to die and be like, she accepted that she wasn't gonna be alive after they killed Heine, and now she's just she she survived. Nah, that was, yeah, she technically still got to live on in regular Ushio, which it's not the same, so I'm giving it half of a pass, but, you know, there was just things. Now, I didn't write any notes for this um, episode because I let Stevani write most of the notes, so if I had to say dislikes about the second half, I would say that there's a lot, there's just kind of a lot of info dump in the last half, and if you felt the Mm -hmm. first half was info dump, like, the last half is, like, info dump, you know, and I feel like latter halves of a series should be more focused on plot elements and not dumping more information um than is necessary you know i feel like getting heine's backstory was good but it was just like every episode it felt like the the shadows had a new ability or shide was just like they're just making things up as they go when it comes to shide you know like <laughs> it was just kind of like that and so one thing i did like is the animation was consistent all the way through the last fight was like okay i guess and the shadow world was really disappointing, I have to say. It was just oh, like yeah. a color swap palette human world. And I was like, if they're shadows, why that would they be so living boring. in a world like us? I was expecting something really interesting, and it was just like so unimaginative, you know? It was. I was just like, this is boring. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what Heine wanted to get back to. I know. It's boring. The sky also, was red. The water was green. Like, what? <laughs> also, they never mentioned how Heine left home in the first place. Mm-hmm. And how she that. got lost. And I'm just like, so we're just not going to mention that. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. 
And the fact that they don't talk about it is ridiculous because what if it happened again? What if a different shadow somehow got lost? And it it also implied that Heine was more powerful than other shadows as well because mm-hmm. it seems like these other shadows are just living normal lives. Also, they were living in Japanese houses. Like, what? <laughs> I was just like, what is this? I think now that, like, yeah, they got rid of Heine, so theoretically that got rid of the shadows she made. But I'm like, what if there are other shadows besides Heine? Mm. You know? Yeah, I get you. But, I don't know. Inconsistencies with all this this story dumping. Inconsistencies. (laughs) No, I hear you. If I have to give... So, let's go on to our just regular number ratings. Mm -hmm. And then... And this is for the entirety of the series. And then I'll go to my enjoyment rating, right? So, if I have to give Summertime Render a number rating just for its quality, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. I think it's above average. I think it's highly above average. I would not give it a 9. If I had to give it more than an 8, I'd give it an 8.5. That's about as high as I would go. The animation is there. The story is there. I think the characters are there somewhat. There are some characters that are just underdeveloped. Like Mio, for example, is extremely underdeveloped. I feel like Tokiko Mm. was more developed than Mio, you know? Yeah, like in the beginning, it made it seem like Mio would kind of be an important character when they were dealing with Shadow Mio and everything. But then she kind of just ended up in the background. Mm-hmm. And also, this show does not pass the Bechdel test. You know what the Bechdel test is, right? Um, No, I don't know what that is. It's basically, is is this a piece of media with two female characters where they talk about something other than a guy? And this show does not pass the Bechdel test. Um, when when Mio and Tokiko and, talk, and... they talk about Shinpei. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ushio and Hizu had the moment where Ushio was like, oh, if I turn evil... Will you kill me? And she was like, yeah, I'll kill you. But granted, that scene happened while they were in the shower, so I don't know if that counts. Also, was it really a conversation? It was more for a quest, (laughs) if anything. Mm. It had nothing to do with them personally, you know? But yeah, so the show does not pass the Bechdel test, but it's not overly gratuitous with its female characters. Obviously, there's a lot of fan service in the show, but it's not like... It's not overly offensive, you know? Like, Ushio spends most of the show in a bathing suit, but you get used to it. And Mio is Mio. Um, I feel like she was a tertiary tanned character for like almost like filling of filling a checkbox, you know? <laughs> like yeah. For like here's all the girls you can like, you know. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> it was very odd how tan she was compared to everybody else who also lived on the island. I was like, well, she is a different mother than Ushio. So actually, wait, do they have the same? No, mom? they have they have the same mom. It's just Ushio looks like the dad. So I'm guessing okay. Mio takes after the mom. And I was just like, but Mio is so tanned compared to everyone else. It's like she just stood out in the sun all day and that's how she permanently stayed. I mean, there were some other kids that were tan like her, not the other characters, but like Nezu is pretty tan. Um, Hezer is pretty tan um, compared. I mean, Mio and Hezer next to each other, like Mio's definitely more tan. But, you know, there was it, I guess yeah. it just depends. But I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure that. Ushio's father is white <laughs> right yeah like he's not japanese yeah he, he's not japanese he's got blonde hair and blue eyes that's not a japanese man exactly exactly and so let's see but yeah i give it an 8.5 out of 10 um mm. it's 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 a, it's a worthwhile watch in my opinion you know it's not the, the ending was not disappointing to me i will say like i feel yeah. like it wrapped itself up it was kind of stupid but it was fine you know the show was really <laughs> the show was really fantastical you know mm-hmm. i have to give it a number rating i think i might go higher because 
we finished the whole show, right? And my rating beforehand was like an eight something. So you're, now, you're going higher just because you finished it? I'm talking about the quality, this is not the I enjoyment scale. The fir- I only rated the first half of the show of everything right. I've seen in the first half. So now I'm going to rate all of it all together. I would give it like a nine and a half for me. The animation was good. The story was good. But like I said, there were parts where they would add information and either it would be too much information at one time to where you would get confused or they didn't really follow through with it. And you're just like, okay, we're just going to leave it like this. Like the thing with Heine, right? They didn't really follow through with that of how she got there in the first place, how she got lost in the first place. I feel like they maybe I felt like the writer because this was a manga. So they're they were probably writing it weekly or monthly or biweekly yeah. or whatever. I feel like maybe they initially had envisioned Heine as the main antagonist, but mm-hmm. felt they were insufficient, you know, and so they decided mm-hmm. to cultivate Shie from like right hand man to true, I guess, orchestrator of events you know yeah granted like you know a time frame that short can affect the story also she his motivation behind everything was just very lackluster you know agree agree so you're giving it a so you're giving it a nine out of ten though a nine and a half but i did enjoy the story overall i gave it a half point off because of all those inconsistencies i don't like inconsistencies also Ushio is she didn't really die you know I was like I was ready for her to die and I was like oh I'm gonna miss her after she did all this work and then no she's alive at the end and I'm like wow well this show was obviously made to please the audience now for our enjoyment rating wow and our personal thoughts okay so this is my personal enjoyment rating this is hard I'm going to give this a I'm giving this a one episode hook Mm. I enjoyed it, but I would not watch it again. Um, <laughs> mm. It was it thrived a lot on the mystery and the action and the planning, but in terms of like the characters, like Shinpei, Shinpei is a com- a compelling character, but just not for me. You know, mm. like it doesn't fulfill anything in me. You know, like <laughs> yeah. So and then I didn't. I wasn't a huge. I wasn't like fangirling over Hizuru either you know I felt she was too cool for school and that's fine you know every character in this show served their purpose in my opinion but my enjoyment rating is still a one episode hook because it was not catered towards me you know Mm. I don't know we're different you were rating this on like would we watch the show again oh no no I'm not rating it on would we watch it again I just meant like how you enjoyed it you know because do you remember the rating system actually we can talk about it right now Cause yes, I do. You do? Okay, never mind. Well, I mean, well, I guess me, we need to talk about it. I wouldn't give it three whole Michelin stars. I'd give it, like, hmm, maybe maybe two. Maybe two. Not three. Because I didn't, like, love the show and think about it after I finished it afterwards. I was just like, okay, everything ended. I finished it. Okay. We'll explain it right now. So the highest rating you can get is three Michelin stars. You know, mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Absolutely just loved yep. it, enjoyed it. That's even if the quality of the show was like a seven out of ten, if you enjoyed it like more than other shows, then, you know, you can give it three Michelin stars. And the next level is the one episode hook, which is what I gave it. That's kind of like a four out of five stars t- t- type of deal. Then you have the mm-hmm. three episode test. 
which is just everybody, well, most people that watch anime know about the three-episode test. You watch three episodes to see if the show is worth watching or not, and that's kind of like the middle ground, three out of five stars. That's just, you enjoyed it enough mm-hmm. to watch three episodes and finish it. The Walked with Friends or the WWF is just a show where, like, eh, I would not watch this by myself, but if I'm watching with someone else, it's much more enjoyable, and, you know, we can have fun. And then... Yeah. And then the last one, we have a neuralizer, which is just, uh, <laughs> I wish I could unsee it. And mm. I think coming up in one or two episodes soon, guys, looking forward to it, um, we are going to have an episode where we talk about shows that are so bad they're good. And then an episode that's coming later from that is we, when we talk about shows that we wish we could unsee. So we'll have a full yeah. episode just about neuralizers. So <laughs> get ready for okay. that because we're, we're going to flame some shows. And don't worry, you th- these will not be hot takes okay we're talking about some yeah, hot I, don't, stuff, I don't think anyone will argue with us on our opinion about these shows <laughs> exactly exactly well all right we're getting to the end of it here so mm-hmm. i guess i'm gonna say if you guys enjoyed this episode please go ahead and give us a rating um five stars if you so please and a follow Also, don't forget to catch our next scheduled episode where we will be talking fall 2022 anime lineup, which is like totally stacked. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, thanks so much for staying to the end. Also, if you absolutely hated or loved it or we got something wrong, shoot us an email using fanandfillerpodcast at gmail.com. Also, we don't have a Twitter or website yet, but Stevani will be working on that, huh? (laughs) Yeah, sometime, sometime. (laughs) But... This will have to do for now. We're really excited to give responses um, and shout outs in our future episodes. So just hit us up, guys. All right. This is Jeans and Stevani saying bye. Bye.